All right, greetings. It would help to unmute in some cases, and in most cases, definitely some, but definitely most. So greetings, we'll do that again in case you guys couldn't hear me the first round. This is Colin Rachel hyphen dark colon Prince coming to you live in the now space, in the now space live. We are here now. What a gift. Well, I'm glad you can hear me now because the good news is I looked at my phone and noticed that we were not connecting. And if you notice anything about the fiction, sounds like they have their own mute button on the fiction. You know how it's not, they're not communicating and they're not connecting. It's like everybody's got their mute button on. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy out there. Let us know how you are in your now space, in your part of the world. I'm so curious how it is. How it is. Is the is there really chaos? It'd be interesting. Maybe we should really take a poll. I think it's poll time. And let's do the chaos poll. And we'll say it's chaotic in my now space, in my town or city. We'll just put city. And then we'll just say chill in my city and we'll send that anonymous and we'll see how we're doing here uh chill chill in my now space but i'm just curious austin texas is okay right now we're about 80 20 chill 20 percent chaotic that we would start the night comprehending where we're all at. I mean, it looks like it's just more chaotic online than it is actually in our now spaces, right guys? That's the interesting part. Well, we're here on the Postmasters Basic. Tonight, we're gonna do a combo now space news. We'll talk a little bit about the quantum venue, the claim of the life brought to us by our amazing friend and a amazing uh what are some other f words <laughs> funny guy is chief funny guys have you, have you i mean he's he's so serious that sometimes you just gotta laugh at it i guess he's funny in that regard and our commander-in-chief Postmaster hyphen general of our world, colon Russell hyphen J colon Gould, as we are gathered here today in his name because of all the work he did. We come here to learn a little bit more about that, those steps, what that took, and if we can translate that and as a collective here, give closure on the knowledge that he has helped unleash and also bring forward drop the veil on 
it seems as though there is, I mean, we almost should do another poll, but it seems as though the red pilling is just getting so quick. Everybody's just waking up. All the, 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 the knowledge is, is just coming to the forefront faster and faster. And we have a lot of questions. I do. And I know that a lot of closures also coming forward simultaneously. And I like to, on this call, help bridge some of those gaps if I can, or at least pose the question of how they do connect. We have talked about how the Tartarians, how the different resets, the different time periods that have cycled through the civilizations, cycled through on this planet, and how that may, did they have the knowledge? Were they free? Were they ever free at once? Were the Tartarians free? Were the, where they were at the peak of their civilization? Or were they tormented with secrets? Because it seems like they had free energy. They were using the ether and harnessing it and actually figured out how to have free electricity for all. So you got to wonder, was that because they were all in a free society, free world, free abundance, abundance was everywhere, gold everywhere. You know, they were, you see all these kilns, these lots of kilns, lots of ruins of kilns. And they don't know, K-I-L-N-S, kiln, right? Kiln, like where they do clay pots, right? Like something like a kiln, it heats up. And you see all these kilns. And I asked Chief, I said, what, look at that, you know, what, what is this? Look at this. What are these ruins? What, are, what were they doing? He says they were likely harnessing mana and the monoatomics. They were masters of, of that. And there was probably, if there was gold or they just had comprehension of the monoatomics and they knew how to do all that and they were putting it in those kilns and making things and that i think is really kind of it it shows because look at some of the the incredible buildings that they were constructing incredible incredible buildings so the level of knowledge and closure may have been there, but to an extent. And so we like to bridge some of those gaps and at least pose some of those questions on this call for the postmasters in the quantum community, as well as for the general public who may have a hankering to know a little bit more. Maybe I can give you some of that closure, maybe not, and that's okay. As we used to say in yoga, if you can learn one thing from me from today on our call, and that's your biggest takeaway, fantastic. We have a lot of expectations for things, sometimes unrealistic. And also sometimes we're just spoiled. <laughs> we just have too many expectations for what we think we're, we deserve or going to get. And um, I guess that's just not how it always is, right guys? So I love your questions and comments in the chat. They do help me. 
and they will help guide the level of consciousness on this call this evening, as well as some of the topics we can go over. I encourage you, if you're new and you have questions about the claim of the life, please put them in the chat and I'm happy to get to them if I can. Give you closure on them, I will. And also want to talk just about a few things. On my list are my experience getting pulled over. And I will go into some detail on that and the methods and the closure on that. And I will also try to talk about some of the other things we got going on in the, in the venue. And in the meantime, we will just set the space for an amazing bubble of love and the good vibrations and energies. May we not pull off of anything from one another other than pure creativity and if not um, harness our knowledge from the collective and from the ethers so that we can all learn together quickly, fluidly, efficiently. And without further ado, so I did want to look into my book here. I've got a book uh, called The Animal Spirits. Before I get into, we'll have a few more people join in as we haven't given much closure for tonight's call. It was kind of a last minute now space thing whenever the spiration is there. But I will say that the there are some things going on in the world that leave us feeling questionable about tomorrow. And speaking of tomorrow, how about that call or how about that concern that is going around being circulated about the, what do you call it, FEMA's got a, a chance to do a national broadcast in the former U.S. And they are, they have this chance to do that here when they have not done that procedure before. And so they're going to be doing that tomorrow. And we do have confirmation that that is that that's not in question and i don't think that that is the piece that is concerning the national you know like they do like a broadcast test on your phone i don't think that's the part that's concerning the part that's concerning is that there's now this data going around saying that it is because They're going to broadcast a certain frequency. <laughs> this meme with the guy with the tinfoil around his head. I like that one. Ready for October 4th, it says? Exactly. I know you guys already know about this, but if you haven't heard about it, the reason I bring this up is because there are 
influencers circulating data that they're going that FEMA is going to broadcast, take advantage of this broadcast tomorrow through the phones and broadcast a, a national alert just as, as a test. But it won't be a test. It will be a uh, frequency that could, an emergency broadcast, yes. That will be potentially harmful, but I would say anything coming from FEMA is potentially harmful anyway. So um, talk about a damage claim. But I think that they are, I don't know. Where are you guys? You got you guys thumbs up, thumbs down. Is this is this threat? Is this a psyop? Thumbs up. Yes, it's a it's a go or thumbs down psyop. Which is it? Yeah. Some people saying fear porn. I mean, I I I generally do not subscribe to some of the fluencers that are putting that out and so that gives me kind of a uh, that that turns me off from from feeling like that is going to really happen however will i turn my phone off yes <laughs> not stupid but at the same time i mean we should always have our phones off but i think it would not behoove you to just have it turned off i mean why risk it right but i would say also if if they started to broadcast something, wouldn't you literally just be able to stop it right as you felt like it was, I mean, if those of us that are feeling sensitive to energies, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe you might be able to feel that. But it was just a little bit consistently upsetting that ooh, the fiction is still up to the PSYOP shenanigans and that all the fluencers who seem to be, appear to be agents are now like interviewing each other and like working together. It's just like boring yawn. I was like, I don't know. Do they even know? Cause if you think about how big their branches are, maybe they don't know who they each are and they're all trying to gather the no-tell together and interview each other and get on it. It just seems like they're, all barking up the same tree <laughs> and they don't have any facts and they don't have any like new stuff except for there is one person who I do want to give some some props to and I will talk about him as well on this call and um well of course it would be nice and is nice to always hear from chief Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gould about his facts and his closure and his solutions all on the table. And uh, I'm just surprised that it is so offensive to people. Like, not us, obviously, we're interested. But, like, wh why, why are they so offended? Like, so even if they didn't like someone, like, aren't they supposed to be like journalists and get the interview. I just don't, I don't get why they don't, why they're all interviewing each other. Like chief's the one with the cool stuff to say, the cool ideas. He's the trendsetter. I mean, he's the man with the plan, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, like why I've just like, 
right? So anyway, if you guys have any any podcasters that you feel uh, like Chief and want to interview them, I'm happy to help you set that up. You can email us at media at fortheclaimoflife.com. That's M-E-D-I-A at fortheclaimoflife.com. And I will vet that and we will see if we can get that set up. That being said, uh, FEMA, you know, if I were you guys, I'd say, yeah, go go shut everything off, but stay home, you know, just to, I mean, you know, why not? But, but, but again, it goes through my mind. Like, aren't they doing that anyway? Like, can't they? But I guess they don't have access to that protocol and therefore that's their chance to do it. And so they're going to use or take advantage of their chance to do something really evil ah, 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 as though 5G towers and chemtrails aren't enough and plaguing the water. Speaking of water, I do want to mention the, the other man, the one other man who has been ridiculed by many and who is actually, I feel, on to something. Uh, that would be uh, Dr. Artis, Dr. Brian Artis. That's B-R-Y-A-N-A-R-D-I-S. I know some of you guys have actually posted him in the chat before and that you already know about him. And uh, some of you don't know, if you don't know, he is the venom, the uh, snake venom guy. And if you, there are a couple of interviews that you should definitely listen to that are posted on Chief's channel. And if anyone wants to post those there from that, since um, that's multitasking for me, I'll try to find them. But I would say those two interviews are the most formative that you're going to hear all year as far as what they are putting in the, in the suticles and what they are putting in the waters and foods and airs. And that would be the venoms of, thank you guys posting those in the chat that would be the one with the guy right now the one that was just posted in there on 8 30 is is very very good there all of his are very good because he gives new intel on all of them but in this one particularly he goes through it slide by slide about the snake venom and the poisons that they are putting in the pseudocles and bioweapon plagues, as well as shots. I mean, it just, it's nonstop. The VADES things, you've heard of the virus AIDS, the VADES, whatever that one is, the vaccination AIDS. Uh, that is, that is cured. These symptoms are cured. And that's a big statement of, that's a big claim. But they, they are cured with the nicotine patch. And, you know, I, I got to tell you guys, I, I've had my patch, nicotine patch on for about six days. And I've noticed a lot of shifts in my nervous system has become a lot more relaxed. Um, and when your nervous system is more relaxed... And I'll tell you the importance of having a nervous, what the poisons are on the nervous system. 
in relationship to the snake venoms and other venoms that are, they've put in there, like snail venom or snail, whatever you want to call it, juice. But the, <clears throat> the nervous system has relaxed a bit more, which would then mean that any sort of chronic things, remember I told you guys, it goes like this. It goes like you search your whole life for cures, pain, and chronic things. Then if you get rid of your demons, <laughs> the next phase would be to find what is also plaguing you because your body, because your demon is gone. Now it seems like that would all just kind of fall into place. Well, it does because if you comprehend that you could be not everybody but if you could be one of the those that are allergic well not allergic everything's snake venom is poisonous to people but that if your body is attacked by that in one way or the other over time over different you know wherever you live maybe you live in, where there's bad water maybe you live with city water maybe you ate some bad lettuce maybe you ate some bad food or, you know, tasted good, but it was just bad. It had something in it or you got COVID, the bioweapon, or you got the vax, whatever it is, then your nervous system could be at risk. You could have some symptoms. There's different symptoms he goes into, and then you can help those symptoms with your nicotine patch. And the reason is because it takes the um the snake venom is designed it's a it's a they it's a spike first of all i would say it's, it's like a lab produced venom and then it attacks nicotine receptors and then that um the 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 venom also attacks the nervous system and i and i the connection there for me is a bit hazy but if you think about it when you smoke and you see people kind of like who smoke and they might be shaking and stuff it, it it is connected to the nervous system but if you think about it like the spike protein is attached or attacking i should say the venom is a, which is the spike protein is attacking the nervous system and the nervous system is in fight or flight well then it's going to be very difficult to heal from anything so for those that have been suffering for quite a while, I would recommend go get a nicotine patch or go get some natural tobacco, make a compress and put it on your hand or wherever you want to put it and have at it. Listen to Brian's videos. It, yeah, you can even smoke some tobacco. For those of us that, you know, have a hard time smoking, then um, it might be better just to do the nick patch. But six days later, um, first night chief did it Well, he like doubled up and I was like, are you sure you want? <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, he had the sweats. He was, felt like he was detoxing. Um, so I, 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 you guys, this is, there's this with the shedding, there are things that are, we may, we may not be, um, we may not even know it that we are being attacked or in fight or flight or that we have our nervous system affected until we actually do that and you see some of the results and i mean the, the what, what's the worst that can happen you know it's it seems that that is a possible cure all remedy 
if you've lost your smell, ringing in the ears, if you have inflammation, uh, there's just motor skill issues. I mean, there's just so many. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you guys consider stocking up on some nicotine patches, just having them, and then, um, or some t natural tobacco, whichever, and, and considering that route. Just give it a try and, and pull back. We'll come back next time and, and see how everybody's doing. Take a poll. And uh, if you guys have any, if you guys have tried this, then please put it in the chat if you have any, uh, have had any success with it, any wins. Because, I mean, I, I'm sending this out to all of my Vax friends and going to tell them to get on ASAP. And, you know, having, having that nicotine, that tobacco goes and it, it, and I don't know, obviously I don't know the exact mechanics of it, but it helps get that spike protein off of the, the, the receptors so that, um, it, that are attacking the nervous system. I think, you know, that's maybe, maybe why we see some of that Guillain-Barre uh, syndrome. What is that called? The, the, that motor skill issue after the vax. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's poisonous. It's, it's, and, and the way that he talks about it, I don't want to get into too much detail because I want to get back to the, the claim of the life and the quantum venue. But I mean, you guys, this is a big deal. And I know, like I said, I know some of you guys, we all saw it a little bit way back, but we didn't have as much knowledge as he's bringing forward now. He's done a lot more research, searching, and he is very, very, he's done a lot of it. And the NIH, fake organizations, all of them are coming out with the paperwork on it, confessing to that. Yes, Killian Barr. Onset muscle weakness caused my immune system damaging in the peripheral nervous system. Well, there you go. Freaking in, in, I mean, it's, a, it's genius. A nicotine patch. Go get some nicotine gum and try it out and see how you fare. So let's go back up to our poll real quick and just see how we are. I wanted to see if we are, uh, everybody's, how everybody's doing. Are you guys, is your city faring well? Is your now space faring well? Or are you guys feeling... Like it's chaotic. Everybody, we're at 93% says chill. If you're chaotic in your city, let us know your area. Maybe we won't be visiting anytime soon. So I'll uh, forward the poll in case anybody wants to take that as well. So yes, nature did give us tobacco. And uh, we, uh, you know, I'm curious to see if the medical medium Anthony is going to pick up on this. He seems a bit rigid in his thinking when it comes to this. I've never heard him talk about it. And you can only diet so much because that doesn't necessarily work for, for everybody. I mean, you can take so much stuff out, but like this is supposed to help tinnitus and other things. And if you're, like I said, if you're, if you can, if we can calm down our nervous systems, it's going to help with our performances as postmasters as well. It's going to help us stay more neutral, stay more calm, not be so anxious and reactive. So 
New York, it says uh, lots of accidents, car accidents. I hope they're not vaccidents, though. I, we do have quite a bit of uh, kind of a ambulances up and down, but it's been pretty quiet lately. Uh, there's always somebody dying, I suppose. Yes, you guys, there's just so many different types of of different uh, healing remedies. But, and I've tried everything, trust me, I have. But I would say that I'm getting some really fast results with the nicotine patch. And like I said, I'm on my like sixth, seventh day. So I'm going to start phasing that out and see how, how that is. And yeah, some of you guys are smokers. Some, they said that most of the smokers didn't even get COVID. And I've asked three or four smokers in my town and they all said they didn't get COVID. Not to say that the one that did got the vaccine, but I'm just saying like at least there's some, some forensics right there. And that being said, I wanted to talk about speaking of, um, being calm. The calmness is, is, is a very interesting thing because when you're, when one is in fight or flight, have you ever noticed how difficult it is to be calm? It's like when that cop pulls you over for whatever it's worth, it's like, a little shaking, a little short of breath. It's like, wh why? Like, what? <laughs> right? It's just like so strange. Or when you when you run it, you know, it's like this. I'm not guilty. <laughs> so, anyway, I just find that interesting, and I think that the more calm we can be, the more that we're going to be able to have strong conversations. And in and in positions of power, confidence, strength, and be able to articulate what we need to—the verbiage, the the conversations, the knowledge—and when we're talking postmaster stuff, it's very very important because otherwise, if you can't cite some titles, and or you stumble, and or you you don't act with confidence or you don't make sense or you go get off topic or you're too detailed, then it, it could actually do less good and you might get worse results. So having that nervous system calm, being out of fight or flight is going to help that much better. And this was about, my story was about a month ago, I think about a month, a month and a half ago. And I was driving down a road. I was going to go run an errand in a direction that I don't usually go and down kind of a, 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 a strip of highway. It was like, should I go this way or that way? And of course I went the other way. And down the strip of highway that I don't usually go, I, I, I you know, it felt a little weird because it was felt unfamiliar and I was going into kind of a new territory. And interestingly enough, I saw a cop pull over a car. 
So as I was driving past, I kind of veered to the center of the lane. There were two lanes. And I didn't get over all the way. And then I veered back. And I noticed that the cop that was in the hiding in the grass did a Yui and pulled me over. And I was like, I don't, was I speaking? No. Okay. I was like, well, that's interesting. This will be interesting. I was like kind of putting on the, the prayers and the vibrations and putting up the, start programming my now space and like, is it too late? <laughs> and anyway, cop pulls me over and roll down my passenger window. And he says, license of registration. And I says, well, I, I'm going to give you my claim of a life. And I have my license. And I said, but I can't find my registration or my insurance. And I, I think I have it on my phone. So I was like, let me, let me find it real quick. Oh, that reminds me. I got to go find what my registration is. But anyway, um, I, so I gave it, gave him my claim of the life. And you might ask some of you, what is a claim of life? Claim of life is my first contract I ever got with chief says that, uh, basically my nativity contract for my claiming of my life or that I am say and that I am a fact and it presents me as and my name as a fact colon Rachel hyphen Dara colon Prince period full stop and has some of my other data on it and my endorsements my endorsements as well as chief so I hand it to I hand him a, a certified copy of it and he goes back to his he takes it and goes back to his car and then next thing you know, I see another guy. I thought he might have gotten out of the car, but it was another cop. And he comes up and he, he has something in his hand. And it's a different guy. And he says, hey, did you – can is this, this – can you, can you just help me comprehend? Well, at first I noticed he had like a really hot girl on his watch. And I was thinking to myself like, that is so weird. Like – he has like a Fitbit watch or something with his like wife or girlfriend or something, or maybe it was just like a magazine model or something. I don't know, but just thought that was really strange. Like he, it was so out of place, but, and I asked him, I said that, wow, she's, you got like a hot chick on your watch there. He kind of laughed. And, um, anyway, you know, you guys, you guys gotta, you gotta figure out your own now space and how you talk to cops. But like, i Hey, I wasn't holding back. I was just going to be like honest. And I said, he said to me, you know, can I just ask you what, is this like a birth certificate? And he's holding it in his hands. I think he handed it back to me at some point. And I said, well, I, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to say it like that. I wouldn't put it like that. But it. And I looked down at my seat and I saw that I had like a, uh, a share card on my seat. So I said, look, 
I'm not going to be able to explain all of it to you right here and right now. However, what I do have is a share card that I can give you that has all of the websites and the title codes on the back of it. And if you would, you know, like to check it out, I'd be happy to share that with you. Can you tell me what's on that computer? <laughs> what does it say about me? You know, or what does it say? I wanted to know. And uh, anyway, he took the card and he kind of muddled over what was on the computer. I mean, he didn't, he didn't say, he didn't tell me, but it was almost like I wanted to know, but he didn't have an answer for me or he wasn't allowed to say, or he doesn't, I, I don't, I don't know because he said, this is really new to me. And I just wanted to know, I've never seen one of these before. And I just wanted to, you know, it was, it was that conversation. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is so strange because either he is, and I told him, I said, this is filed at, in at the Department of Transportation headquarters. And either he saw something on it or he just wanted to hand me back a piece of paper. I don't know. I could not verify. I could not confirm nor deny. Anyway, I got the piece of paper back. And he's like, okay, okay. I gave him the share card. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take a look. So next cop comes back, cop number one, cop number two leaves. And cop number one says, well, and I, I see him have something in his hand. And he says, yeah, come out with your hands up. No. <laughs> he says, well, um, and he has something in his hand. He handed me my license. He says, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to give you a citation and I, I, he might've said a few more things. He's like, you have the choice, you have the option or choice to go to like a, you know, and then he starts kind of saying some things. And I said, I am sorry. I can't, I don't, I'm not, I don't comprehend you. I, I'm not getting what you're saying. I, I can't, I, I can't comprehend you. In other words, I, I, I don't understand you. I don't understand what you're saying. In fact, I might have said that. Is that I might have said, I don't understand what you're saying. And he's like, well, that's why I'm explaining to you. And then he's like, you could either go to court. You can go to um, this training school. I have the card right here with the thing. Or you can pay the fine. And I was like, I can't. I was like, can you mail that? And... <laughs> He, he's like, what? I was like, yeah, can you put that in the mail and mail it to me? Because that would be the correct thing to do. And um, I really, I can't take that, but I, I can't, I don't understand what you're saying. So like, that's a problem right there. Can't, we can't qualify. We can't quantify. We can't qualify spoken words. And he was like, I, I don't think I can mail it. I don't, what am I going to do? Like, I, I don't. I don't think I can. I'm not going to be able, probably be able to put that in the mail. And I was like, no, no, really, I can. Like, you want me to write down my address? And he's like, yeah, okay. So I like wrote down my address and I handed it to him. And I was like, here you go. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he just like left. Went back to his truck. And with the paper in his hands. So I checked my mailbox for like seven days thereafter. I didn't get anything. 
So I'm still checking my mailbox, though, just in case. Who knows what kind of timeline they're on, martial law and all. I don't know if we are in some some kind of a special database, Maria, colon Maria. I don't know, but um, we can't seem to get that answer out yet. But yes, Zachariah, that was a win. Chief says that was most likely a win. If I haven't heard anything, then, but you know, when you hang out with the chief, you can't just like keep going up back into fiction. So I was like, I kind of had to do it. I had to make it happen. And, and uh, I talked to one of my friends and he said, well, you could have got pulled out of the car where, where I'm at. And I was thinking, yeah, geez, that's, that's pretty terrifying. So, I mean, you guys, I don't say this so that I wrote my, yeah, I wrote my address in quantum, but I don't say this to so that you go out and speed. I don't recommend it, but I certainly think that the bubble of love and the, and the, the space was programmed and you can't always see or sense it when that is happening. And I'm, that was, you know, it's good to have experiences like that so that we can, we can get familiar with it. I, I wouldn't warrant it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't invite that rather, but I would say that if you feel that you're in that sort of situation, the now space is still programmable in each moment and you can keep, for lack of better words, words, revising or vising your, your, your verbiage. So you keep proving what you're saying in the, in the in the moment and if you need to start over you just say look let, let me let me rephrase let me let me say that new let me start over or I, I don't know you guys are going to just have to practice your dialogue but i will say nothing can prepare you for those situations they just happen naturally and of course there are things that could have been said like the whole two plus two equals four. And I could have gone through all of that and I could have explained more, but I felt the need to not, something was holding me back. I was just like, I don't feel, I don't, first of all, it's kind of like, I'm not, I don't feel, um, I just don't feel like educating right now. <laughs> so I didn't, I just wanted to just play it cool. and. and not say much, you know, it seemed like less was more. So keep that, keep that in mind. That is not to say that I handled it in the only way to handle it. I know some of you guys have some of your other experiences of things that went down when you got pulled over. But I guess, I, I mean, I can't say. I can't say if that's something that they would force you to do uh, in an, in another situation. And you know what 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 you might be tested to do or not. Cade says. 
I've been pulled over at least 60 times as he drove a cab in Minneapolis for nine, eight, nine years. Uh, he had long hair and a lead foot, which means he was a speeder. After sending in his, I'm assuming, quantum contract, however, he's had nothing but love. So good on you. Good programming of your now space. Maria says, truth came through you. It safeguarded you. For sure. For the win. Absolutely. It is a, I, I've been talking about programming your now space. And usually nothing, when I go out and I put the good prayers and the good blessings on my journey or on my safe space or what have you, nothing usually does happen. But when it does something does happen, that is a time for us to maintain that that bubble and program that now space so it continues to encapsulate whoever is is in that with us. Because as Chief says, oftentimes that they, I don't know if you guys remember him talking about like those, I don't know if it was judges, but they were they he the the one judge that started to smell like sulfur because he was freaking out so much and it was like discombobulating to his spirit. So those are that that is the power of the correctness and it is a martial law scenario. And at the same time, who knows who pulled me over? He had lights. He had sunglasses he had a hot chick on his watch i mean <laughs> how do i know lots of cartels in this area so i have no idea so i didn't want to have it have it go there and i'm glad it, it didn't but be cautious be cautious out there cop gave offer you countered <laughs> Sounds like it, right? Let's see here. Uh, there's a question about where does one go to learn about syntax? Um, there is a website for syntax. There's a couple websites, but you have to have a claim of the life first. And uh, so it, you're just going to hit a dead end if you try to register for those things because you have to have your claim of the life first. So if you have your claim of the life, you get access to all the the, uh, the links and the sources that we have for learning syntax. Syntax is your tool to learn to finding grammar fraud. And we just, uh, the venue just released by a very cool, fun programmer, postmaster, a new game and the game uh the game is you can go check it out you guys at quicksyntax.com and that game is um more that is more of a like a, a learning game style tool but there are uh, there is also a, a more of a study study module system at the learning or syntax learning center.com. Again, like I said, you can look at the website, but you're but only if you have a claim of the life are you going to be able to actually get into those websites. You can go to 
for the claim of the life.com log in. And I do have those links right in the postmaster's training portal. So you can find them there. I will say that the learning to syntax things didn't seem like it was on my mind at that juncture because I mean not learning to syntax but syntaxing any uh, anything that I was going to get from this cop was not on my radar because I didn't want to get anything so I wasn't thinking about well I could syntax what he gives me and send it back and all that stuff so my mind was very present and I was very adamant in my space that I was not going to be taking anything yeah, I didn't say that, but I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to take something from him. He was taking lots of stuff from me. I was like, this guy's, he's all over my stuff. Uh, the other thing that I do have now with me, which I hadn't done and I, I realized it's very important to do is, is we, we do offer an oath that you can take for take with you. And, uh, if you do have a, again, if you're a postmaster, you can take that oath with you that says very basic things. And I think what's happening out there in the world of make believe and fiction, you know, all of the psyops and the, the agents that like to pretend like they're chief or just piss him off or spin or do stupid spinoffs, like with the Kashans and the, all the others that are out there, you might see them doing things, the David Straits and stuff. But be cautious if you hand something to the cops that you don't know what you're handing them. If you're a postmaster, we give you knowledge of how to utilize that oath, which is basically just talking about the grammar. Chief always brings it back to the grammar. When you go with the grammar, you can't go wrong because we know we can't quantify, qualify rather the, the, the spoken word. Because you could be hearing me say one thing and I could be hearing you say another. So it really, it's he says, she says. And it's the most fundamental basic conversation to have with someone who wants to argue with you about facts. Because there are none when we're speaking, really. I mean, I guess we could speak in quantum. And then you would be more factual. Factual. So that would be the and and Chief has had many conversations about to us or on his videos about how he, you know, would be in jail and only speaking quantum or in court and only speaking quantum or things like that. But that takes a little bit more brain power as well. So as far as learning to syntax, or I would say as far as syntaxing something that they give you, well, the question is not so much why are you syntaxing it so much as why did you accept it? Why did you take that? Why did you go into that joinder with them? And that is the piece that I think once everybody wraps their head around in the fiction, because you see all of those people that are going in contract with the courts and they're going into contract with the lawyers and they're going into contract with the lawsuits and they're trying to attack people with with fiction fiction attacking fiction over 
Sorry, guys, I'm back. So, where was I? What were we talking about? Um, we were talking about syntax and not so much about, oh, yeah, because um, I was thinking about the Trumpster and all of these other fluencers, yeah, who are, can't figure out why judges and juries and lawyers and court cases are all causing so much dissatisfaction or har disharmony with their lives and they can't figure it out. And of course, I think there are also psyops going on with that as well. They want you to think, just, you know, just watching a video of Trump say, this is so unfair, this judge, and he just sounds fake to me. He sounds like he's, he's a fake Trump. And <laughs> they told him to go sound disgruntled and like make it make it seem like courts are really still going on and really really open and really happening and that people are like this isn't fair but it's still where we get our justice it just seems so <clears throat> silly and if if somebody out there is listening who's from the the agencies i would say to you keep working on your technique because if you think that you're going to bring chief forward with that method where like you're going to just keep trying to frustrate people so much that they finally realize that the courts are actually closed and this and that like i just think i think people are smarter than that and i think they don't give people a lot of credit and i think also with that nicotine patch once people people calm down people get their nervous systems back on track that they're going to actually start clearing up some of the amnesia and the fog and the trauma from people that have been lying to them for so long. And it just doesn't make sense anymore why we're having to watch the kangaroo courts people like Alex Jones who are supposedly standing for sovereignty or freedom and yet not comprehending that they're casting out some of the most basic concepts with grammar. I mean, you know, Chief gets pretty frustrated about that, like that they are really, maybe that they have knowledge and I think some have knowledge, but I also think that it, they're being so stubborn. These, these uh, influencers, why? Like, why are they being so stubborn with their spirit that it's like they know chief many of them, some of them actually personally know chief and they continue to talk about court 
and they continue to talk about the lawsuits and they continue to host people on their show to talk about the injustices when they know very well who daddy is <laughs> and who took care of all of that. I just, I just, so, so the only thing left is that they're paid and bought and that they're, they're psyops. That's all that, that's all that there is. This is a C I A psyop everywhere you turn within the truth or world. And I did see one guy who did a video who he used to work for, well, he, I didn't say work, but he was like a, he was like a, a drug dealer. He was pretty high ranked in the cartels. And he was like, you know, I can spot a fed. <laughs> I can spot a fed a mile away. And he was talking about some of the, 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 the truthers that he picked as, as feds. And, and I just think it's, you know, they're all over. And not only are they, have they filtrated, and I like that word way better than infiltrated, you know, because filtrated makes it sound like they literally have fucked it all over, pardon the French, in a way that is so far from the morals and standards of correctness that I know that we all are here to see come forward. Like that is, they are doing such a void of the service. <laughs> now we did talk about the moon. Yes, Judy, the influencers are making money from memberships and YouTube channels and they're making money from their, you know, little MLMs, multi-level marketing business things that they have going on and what have you. It's sad and sick. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember where I was going with that, but, um, it is, it, it has been kind of this hard, I don't know, it's been a hard thing to watch. But I think that the, the, the agents that are, like I said, I think their branches are, I think they've got the, have you guys ever seen uh, Whitney Webb? She's a, an amazing searcher. She is, she has an amazing ability to search, research, search for the facts, for, for the history, I should say, for the fraud. And she explains it as just this, and it's funny that her last name is Webb, but she explains this huge web that has been cast over the the, the 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 government systems and just how deep deep deeply embedded embedded it has it has gone and goes and continues to surface and if we think about all those different branches like a like an octopus octopus tentacles and how they're just like grasping and trying to strangle 
the just the very essence of this nation what was once a nation and you know maybe they know each other maybe they don't i feel like what happens is they don't know each other they didn't know each other like two years ago but then they all started doing this someone paid for them to all go do the truth the tours right there's these two tours together and brought them together and then they started interviewing each other and now they're all collaborating and it's almost like all the different branches of the agencies came together to continue the lie because they're not saying anything because it always comes back to the grammar And so they continue to perpetuate the lie that, oh, the Constitution, and you know, here's Todd Callender talking about that the Constitution ended in 2020. Now the Constitution ended in 2020, guys. Not 1999, it's 2020 when Todd Callender said that the, what was it, the executive order was signed and yada, yada, yada. It can all be taken care of quickly with one, two plus two equals four or not conversation but they can't seem to get past postmaster hyphen general no that's the guy that got that's not postmaster general it's like i i wish the waking up would 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 happen a little bit more like laterally or 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 vertically because the I feel like the the doc the doctor name. I mean, every, we're all waking up so much at the same time right now. Oh, I was going to talk about the moon. Speaking of waking up, and they were saying that the moon on one of my podcasts here. I talked about how the moon, if it was a a way for aliens to, uh, it, it was like a tool for capturing our souls, and then reincarnating us back to this hellhole pit planet slave planet slave colony and if that was broken and how did it break that was the other thing which is interesting to say did it break because maybe the of what chief did and it somehow broke the contract and maybe they were like yeah we're out of here see you later <laughs> the grays they're like we're done no more contract. Sorry, guys. We're see you later. We'll be back in a thousand years. See how you doing. You know, um, happy soul evolution. Because I certainly don't want to keep coming back and back and back. I don't know about you guys. Do you want to keep coming back to this? BS. So if that was actually capturing souls on the moon, we talked about that in one of the now space news as I did. And then if the reincarnation ended, then we can actually evolve. We will have the volution now. And if we can have the volution now, then we're all going to be waking up now. And yet it still seems like it doesn't happen fast enough. Because it's really not that hard of a concept. I mean... Put postmaster hyphen general and chief judge aside. And let's just get to the facts of two plus two equal four or not. If 
if we can keep things really simple in our conversation, whether that is with pop, police, cartel, <laughs> who knows who they are. If we can keep with with the with the postmaster with the uh, post postal attendant attendant with the mailman with whoever, if we can just keep if we can think about keeping that conversation very very short and brief and very um, succinct, then I think it's gonna we're all gonna be better off. And I say this to you because some of you guys come on here with good volition. But it's like the stories, they um, have a lot of details. And so maybe if we can figure out how to, uh, I don't know, Jennifer, are you still on here? I, I was kind of listening to what you were saying about your title, and I didn't catch all of the story. But what I did catch was you said, this is mine. Now, granted, you, you, were, at the, you were at the DMV or something, the, the, the motor vehicle office, I think it was, and you were, yeah, I don't know if Jennifer's still on. but she was there and she, they wouldn't give her a title or something. And she's just like, this is mine. And she was trying to explain it. And then she just was like, this is mine. <laughs> give it to me. Like you guys need to give me that freaking title. And it, it is so annoying dealing with fiction sometimes. And they're, they're gatekeeping on documents and, or your paperwork. I mean, they will make it up left and right if you do one thing one th you correct one thing and then you they'll say oh well no this is wrong and then you correct that thing and then they'll say oh well that other thing you did was wrong and it's just infuriating i get it but the as simple as we can keep it for them is going to be it seems better and You never know what you're going to get with someone. I get it. We need to figure out each of us. I, I mean, we try to do memes. We try to get some of the, the concepts across with the memes. Get the, 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 the basic, like what, if we had to like talk bare bones, how, how, what's, what are the bare bones of, of doing this? Like, how do we convey what has been done and with the bare bones, with the very, very basics. How do we convey that in the most simple way? Uh, I did want to make a side note here about that. The, the person that was talking about, oh, well, this is, this is mine. This is mine. This is my title or whatever. Well, yeah, maybe it's your title, but it's not your car, really. I mean, the, the state really does own that, especially if you don't have the certificate of origin. The they're very clear on that. And of course you didn't maybe didn't have the surety 10 million surety bond or surety assurance behind that so that you could actually, um, put that behind what you're driving, but the 10 million, that's, I think that's the, the minimum that chief is saying that they're, they're kind of looking for, but, um, and in other words, what I'm saying, guys, is that if you think that you're owed something just because you're a sovereign or that something is yours or that you are, that it, 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 it 
yeah, that it belongs to you. Be very, very cautious because, and, and, and from what I comprehended of, of what she was saying, it, it was more of a volition of like, you know, give me my title. This is my, this is mine. Like, why are you giving me a hard time? Stop it. Shame on you. And I get that, but be cautious about what you claim to think is yours. And even if you're a postmaster, because if you don't have all of your facts, this is where I think people can get, postmasters especially, can get into trouble. And this is where I didn't necessarily have the playbook for, for the from the cops side about how to handle creating joinder or not with someone. But from my standpoint, in being in correctness, I didn't, wasn't, I don't, I, I don't have to take that from him. Like, yeah, it was that, it was that like, but it, but it wasn't saying this is mine, this is yours. It was, it was just saying like, no, <laughs> it was just saying no, no, thank you. You can send it to my mailbox. Like, you know, like send it to my lawyer. No, it's like, yeah, send it to my mailbox. Talk to the mailbox. <laughs> That's funny. Talk to the hand. No, just talk to the mailbox. That's kind of the postmaster joke, I guess. We have a new one. Woohoo! Talk to the mailbox. There's my new meme. <laughs> Thanks, Judy. Um, so just be cautious and, and that's the part that we all need to do in it. I know chief can get on and he can have conversations and talk the way he talks, but that's chief and he's earned that position. But when it comes to us, I know we need to figure out as postmasters and there's a lot of, a lot of postmasters on this call, but we need to figure out how to articulate ourselves from a position of neutrality and lack of knowledge because we're still figuring it out and chief can talk himself through things whereas we have to you know that that the experience is limited and i don't wish that on anyone to have to go through that right at this time we have a lot of postmasters on here i just want you to know that if you're not a postmaster on here that's fine. That's cool. I, I invite that. I, I I do post these on, um, it's on Spotify now. So if you have Spotify, you can listen and or share, if you know, someone who has Spotify. And then also on, I believe it's iHeartRadio and Podbean and some of the other little RSS feed broadcasters. Uh, so, so you can listen to the archived podcasts if you're joining in for the first time, I'm going to say welcome. And so also if you are, and you do have any questions about the claim of the life or the for the claim of the life.com website, which is the only website to get the claim of the life right now, there used to be others. There did. There used to be other postmasters with the authorization to end blessing to be able to do those claims of the life but 
there were too quickly concerns with that um, as it moved forward and became more centralized within the for the claim of the life.com website because we have better teams with the pure position of just making sure that the, the, the venue is safeguarded and that to the best of our ability. And, um, you know, you say, well, what happens to your data as if you, if you are turning that data in to a website and I, and I get that, you know, it's like, I feel like we have a lot of, of real people that people that get their claim of the life. They have a lot of faith. They have a lot of trust and I am grateful for them for that, for, for having that trust and faith. And, and we do right by that. But they put a they put that faith in this site and what Chief does to do right by that data. I mean, it is just fiction stuff if, if one really comprehends that. But I'm just saying, like, from, from someone coming over from the fiction side, they might be like, well, geez, I'm giving all that data. But most of the data can already be got anyway. And I think that it's important for all of us to have that centralized entry point, point, portal point, the crossing, kind of like a, where I consider myself like a nativity doula, <laughs> helping people come into the new, the new earth realm paradigm and crossing, crossing over. And that's kind of the, the access point is that, that website for the claim of life.com. And so uh, I think it's really nice to have uh, that community that we're building and it all kind of, it begins there. And now we're working on branching that out as you will start to see with the syntax learning. We have our first, um, pretty much two, I would say our first, besides the syntax tutors that were, that came before the, website was kind of up and running there the only places you could go learn syntax was these tutors or teachers as they were called then and then that kind of that list kind of got a little bit smaller and then there the only businesses really you could call them businesses that uh, market trade ports if you will that that grew out of that have so far been the syntax learning center and quick syntax and that quick, quick syntax is the is the most recent one with the, with the game for learning syntax, and so I think those those guys have put a lot into that, and uh, it's really cool to see the venue expand in that way because we can't do everything at the for the claim of the life website. You know, we do workshops and we have a grammar writing course, and we have a um, study groups and various things, but the reality is that we need to keep working on growing the businesses, the concepts, the knowledge, and regret. I mean, just sadly, guys, it's it's just we're just so new. None of us really are qualified. 
and I include myself in that. I mean, yes, I, I, I get to ask more questions and, and learn more faster because of the proximity I have with the chief. But I think that at the end of the day, um, we've got to be constantly studying. And if you're not retaining the data and you don't retain it correctly, you could be saying it wrong. And therefore, that could eventually lead to some sort of mistake. And that's not terrible. I mean, it's okay to make mistakes. And uh, the good thing is you can stop and correct. But it's just a little harder to do. And I've, I've found that out myself. I've had I made a mistake and it wasn't an intentional state mistake or it's not like I missed uh, a, a timeline intentionally, but it, those things happen. Uh, mail takes a while, especially if you're in different states and you're trying to forward it and, or, you know, you're just dealing with jerks. <laughs> so um, we, we just have to, try to do the best we can and if not think our way around it into a new or a workaround essentially and there yeah there are some cases that might just have to be fiction in fiction out or fiction in yeah so I don't know that that will be something I do maybe if um Maybe within the lending world, I think if, if one lends money, I guess I can be a postmaster on those contracts. But if I were to receive, you know, a loan for a house or something, I, I mean, I can go in it as a postmaster, but I can't write the contract unless I'm doing cash. And then, I, you know, but once you're, you're borrowing money from someone else, there's limitations. But being a postmaster on your contracts is is really important and we teach that we teach you how to do that at the website for the claim of the life and what that means and the the honor that that carries and I definitely uh, recommend coming to those workshops I'm just surprised we actually sold out this one there's literally no seats left and we have got to um, we have got to all Think about the different ways that we can keep studying and wrapping our brains around what Chief has done. I try to find all these different ways to say it. If you want to go back and listen to the last podcast I did, I do go through the timelines on the bankruptcies from the, and I talk about the dates of the Bill of Rights and Declaration of No Pendants and moving on up into the Constitution, as well as the bankruptcies, and then how that moves up into what Chief did and coincide, coincides with what he did with the capture of the flag, with the copyrights on the Title IV flag, as well as the um, going in as the solitary condition of the state. And when I asked him, I said, what is the solitary condition of the state? Did they say that or did you and he said they said that and I said well what is state and he said state of the now state of the being state of doing so he's the man with the plan uh I would like to see if there's any other questions Marcus says that I'm foreign to it and it is foreign to me <laughs> yeah yeah there's I think we're all kind of foreign on this planet and 
we're learning to navigate the best that we can. And these are some really sound tools. And the more that people can take the stick out of their bums and start realizing it and start, I don't know what it's going to take. Are they just, are they not brave? Is that what it is? Do they really, do they, do they have some sort of fatal flaw where they, they feel like, yeah, I, I forget. I forget these, these people are bought and paid. So that's a problem. Anyway, I did want to end with a, uh, where is it? I've got, I found a boar's head, two boar's head, if you can believe it, two boar's heads, like wild boars, it's the skulls of them. My dog was having a field day with the skin. And I wanted to look it up in my animal speak book and see if there was anything in there before we wrap it up. So let me look and see what the energy has brought us today. If anything, our animal totem. Let's see here. We've got beasts. I guess it's kind of a beast. Bison. Foul box. Maybe under wild. I don't know. It might not have wild cats. What else is a boar? B-O-A-R. Pig? Like a wild pig kind of thing? Yeah, maybe a pig. It's not in here. Pig's not in. Pig's not an animal totem. Let's see here. Or I don't know. I mean, unless I guess we could. Well, I don't think a bear. I mean, a buffalo. No, it kind of has. What do you guys think? If we're going to do wild boar. Hog. Yeah, I'm going to look at hog. Surprised it's not in here. Huh. Animal speak. No speaky, the wild boar. That's interesting. I don't know what else a wild boar would be. Except a pig and a hog. Well, if anybody finds it online, that's our that's the that that's my energy that I'm I'm looking at right now. Yeah. What are we in a new moon? Let's see here. We'll Google it and give it one last shot. Wild or animal spirit. Symbolism. Here we go. Okay. All right. Here we go, you guys. This is not bad at all. Eat more bacon. No, because... They say, the they say in the Tower of Babel that they turned some people into pigs. And that's why a lot of people don't eat pig because they have the closest gene system to or DNA to like 
humans. So that's kind of a, <laughs> oh yeah, the fiction pigs. Um, but no, the bacon, if you're thinking of eating bacon or pork or anything, just keep that in mind. You could be eating your old relative. Okay, here we go. The wild boar is a symbol of abundance, courage, power, stubbornness, conflict, and disorder. It's a favorite animal during the hunting game and represents fighting spirit, bravery. Haha, <laughs> I was just talking about bravery, command, and control, and the lack of bravery that we're seeing. Boars never give up, even if the enemy is clearly more powerful than they are. In some Native American tribes, the wild boar was used as a way to teach young braves how to be honest and find their courage when they told a lie to the tribe. In Slavic culture, the wild boar was associated with fire and the sun and emerged from a lake in times of war when it was feeling threatened by that type of misfortune. Fascinating. And as to end, I will send you a photo of the boar. And keep in mind, I was just talking about the lack of bravery that we're seeing with these truthers. You know, they're bought and paid for, but they're going to have to be brave and come up. They're going to have to figure it out. We all do. We all got to figure this out here. All right, let's see here. Forward. Hide. There we go. There's my forehead. Send you a couple others. This guy had some nice teeth on it. And Chief says that they have ivory. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Do you guys know if uh, the horns of a boar are ivory? Then I, and then I came across another boar head. I was like, man, these guys are busy out here. That's those coyotes are really going at it. So there you go. I'm going to forward these without my data. One sec. Let me erase these guys. Sorry. Yeah, so um, fascinating energy about the boar. Fascinating. Power, strength, stubbornness, conflict. How beautiful. All of that, in my now space anyway. I don't know how your now space is, but I know we started off that way. I'm going to forward the poll again just to see how we're doing on everybody's now space. And that is how we will complete our <clears throat> evening. So let me just find that poll again. Way at the top, most likely, if we can even find it. Is your now space chill or is your now space Okay, so you can, I think you can just <clears throat> click on that poll and get up to it. 
sure. If not, it's at the very beginning of the call. So we had 95% chill in my city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Well, that is all that I have for you guys on this fine evening. As we move into the fall, wonderful days of fall, <clears throat> and have a blessing of that, that crisp air that's coming in. And some of you guys, I guess, might be coming into your spring. We're in the, the southern regions, or wherever you are. The flat regions, however you want to say it. <laughs> Who knows? For the chill of the will is with the perception by the postmaster, says son of the right-hand man. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. Blessings. Blessings on your nose.